What is up, my Monster Maverick people? Uh, it is... What is today? It's June. It's June 2nd, 2020. Uh, and uh, it's been an interesting week in in the Monster uh, community. So, uh, you know, Ron says the green screen is way better. And, yeah, so what I ended up doing was uh, I added uh, five chroma keys just to get more resolution. And also I opened my window and changed the angle of the screen, so um, the lighting is a little bit better. Uh, but yeah, so that worked. Uh, so welcome everybody. We've got Buffy, we got Gerber, we got Paco, we got Ron, we got Valorix. <laughs> so, ooh, Valor. So, always reminds me of Futurama. Um, yeah, so it's June 2nd. Uh, as you probably know, on June 1st, which was yesterday, Splinterlands migrated to chains. Went from Steam chain to Hive chain. And, um, amazingly, it's, it's gone off, you know, fairly well. <laughs> the, um, uh, you know, playing on, on the, on Hive now, I, at least so far, I haven't had any errors. And other people are saying things are faster, uh, things are working better. So that seems to be a good move, uh, at least from a technical perspective. Of course, uh, you know, from everything that, uh, well, that I've been saying and that, that other people are saying, you know, it would be way better if we had our, if we had like a gaming blockchain uh, that was built strictly for uh, gaming transactions to be posted and recorded. And, you know, uh, you'd, you'd want some sort of NFT support built in there. But, um, yeah, I mean, I've mentioned this before. I've talked to Yabba about it, and he says, yeah, he agrees. Uh, same kind of idea, but uh, they don't have the resources uh, to do that kind of thing at the moment. So, you know, maybe sometime in the future. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm actually ama I'm amazed at two things with with the hive migration. So one that they didn't get frozen out of Steam beforehand and forcing an earlier migration, and two that uh you know everything's working <laughs> i know for the most part it's just a node switch uh kind of thing but still i'm just amazed that it's gone pretty well seamlessly um you know the uh welcome pundito um or pundito i don't know um there is the ongoing uh issues with um with the korean player base but they seem to have um uh, ameliorated their their claims. Um, so one thing I wanted to do, so, you know, a lot of the tools that I use for Splinterlands uh, are, I've not really tested. So I know Peak Monsters did their migration. I should probably change my screen, so if you're following along on the stream, you can see. Uh, so Peak Monsters is working uh, with Hive, so when you log in <coughs> to Peak Monsters, uh, you get a Hive keychain, uh, or at least I get a Hive keychain um, notice instead of a Steam keychain. Uh, the bots, uh, yeah, that's a good question. So I know when when the site was when when the when the game was down for maintenance, uh, somebody had posted a screen cap of all the bots that were still trying to send transactions on Steam, even though the game was down. Uh, so I don't know how they have been doing uh, lately. Uh, if we go to ah oh, crap. I did not want to hit ranked. I'm just such a habit. Uh, unable to cancel match. Yeah, whatever. 
Jessic, Jessic W or JSKW. I think it's Jessic. Uh, my Polish is not very good. Uh, okay, so if we go to the leaderboard, uh, well, BGI is still up there. You know, it's it's a brand new season. Also, it's a day a, a day into it. Um, we got. Uh, showing off 1.7 million. <laughs> I got a lot of I got a lot of crystals. I would make no secret about that. Uh, but you know it's it's interesting. So before the chain migration, I moved all my my game assets onto the game itself. So I moved them from Steam Engine over to to the game. So my packs, my orbs, um, my crystals, all that stuff. So that's why you're seeing the 1.7 million. So if you actually look at the rich list. Uh, for deck, uh, which is compiled by the uh, by Banjo, which is Inertia's bot, um, you actually won't find me anymore uh, because my as my Dark Country crystals are held in escrow by the Steam Monsters account. So um, you know it's it's I I know I said this before, but it's important to remember that the uh, yeah, and that one's on Steam Engine only. So the the credits and the dark energy crystals you hold in the game are not in your possession they are held by the game account by steam monsters um and you know for for your benefit but um you know just be aware that there's always an issue there there's always risk um but yeah the i don't see too many of the th12s here in the in the top uh, leaderboard so you know maybe they've turned off for the moment <laughs> well thanks for dropping by Pundito. Uh is there an API for in-game balances I have no idea <laughs> I don't know there is there is an API channel um, or a, de a developer channel that has an API I do not I'm not enough of a coder to to tell you anything about that uh, but I will put you on the invite So that's the developer channel on the on the Splinterlands Discord. Um, no problem, Pudito. You can always catch three plays. Um, I I you know four out of six times I post them. <laughs> sometimes I have technical problems. Sometimes I just screw things up, but um, I generally post them. So yeah, um, everything's working, and I'm just I'm just amazed. So, uh, yeah, but uh, going back to the tool. So, Peak Monsters is working. Um, Asgarth uh, did put in a um, uh, some support for a kind of bridge of the rental market, which is great. Uh, so, you can rent cards. So, if I click that, I can do that uh, for, you know, whatever, uh, whatever the contract is. He put in a new maximum of 20 days. Um, oh, there you go. We got the API command right there. Um, I'm not sure why I picked 20 days, but uh, yeah. So I I do think they are going to be migrating towards Jarvie's idea of having um, just a very flat kind of market uh, for the rentals. So like you say, as the person doing the renting, you say I want this card, that card, and the other card, and uh, you know, then they're going to do like a, a, a matchmaking um, system where they just provide you with the uh, with the best prices, so that 
it'll be more seamless and, and a lot less work. Not even two million. I know I got one point seven eight million. I mean I do have another one hundred thirty four, so I got one point eight five three right now. I did have two million, but then I uh, I bought some some gold legendaries or one gold legendary I think. But you know. Uh, I, I am still speculating on um, on lands, on the land expansion, that I think it's going to be around a million for a unit of something, whatever that ends up being, that um, the, uh, you know, you got to buy the land, then you got to upgrade, and then you got to craft, and all that kind of stuff. So I'm, I'm guessing a million kind of for one unit of that, you know, um, leveled up. But, you know, we'll see. How that goes. Um, oh, the other interesting thing that about the transition is, you know, we got Team KR, right? So those are the, uh, or at least one of the guilds uh, of Korean players. And we got BJI, we got Big Joel, we got Glory7, One Sama, Chief Friend, and a bunch of others. So uh, as far as I know, they are still playing. So BGA is still, um, you know, at the top of the leaderboard. Glory is still up there. Uh, Big Joy is, you know, $37.99 right now, which is pretty high up there. So, uh, we can look in the Explorer, and let's see if they're actually playing. Uh, so we got some Mystery Awards, let's load some more activities. Okay, can we... Alright, let's look for Glory 7. Mystery Rewards. Eh, maybe not playing, I don't know. Let's check the battle chain. I think Glory was the most outspoken about uh, not migrating to Hive, because, you know, he's made to feel very not welcome. Understandably so, since, you know, a lot of the, a lot of the Korean players were excluded from the Hive uh, airdrop. They, they do have accounts on Hive, just because they had accounts on Steam, but they don't have any Hive uh, of their own, because all that was shifted over to the, 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 um, to the fund. Yeah, I'm looking at the battle chain. Uh, let's try, let's try looking for BJI. Level 3. And... Well, not playing in the last little bit anyway, uh, but you know we'll have to we'll have to see how they how they go because you know is it worth just dumping all their all their assets um, over that uh, that uh, feeling of being excluded? Uh, and you know they definitely were, so <laughs> it's, it's not pretend it's anything else. Um, but uh, but yeah, so um, you know I'll, some people have been speculating that with those players leaving if they do that there'll be a lot of high level accounts available for cheap uh or you know high level cards to make up those accounts and so far okay not search oh that is oh the the my battle chain yeah that's good okay so that was three hours ago four hours ago nine hours. so yeah he's still playing um or you know his bot is playing <laughs> whatever the case may be uh, yeah, so thanks thanks for that link. That is better. Uh, and then, 
I forgot that your that the my battle chain can actually look at other people's battle chains as well. Back when I was when tournaments were were first being released, you know, I actually used this a lot to figure out what kind of uh, things people do. Is like so, if I got a rule set that it was you know, uh, uh, I don't know, let's say close range, right? I would look for the for the oops, I'd look for the rule set close range, and then I'd see you know in within you know plus or minus two mana. Uh, you know what kind of teams he played. He's like, oh well, you know he played, uh, he played Earth, and then he had Cocatrice, and he had the Earth Elemental, and and you know I would just try to make an educated guess on what my opponent would be playing, and then respond to that. Um, but you know, I haven't been playing very many tournaments just because of the time involved. So I may go back to that uh, with uh, with the anytime tournaments. Uh, Baffy says, could you answer my question about max cards, given that you were talking about those high-level accounts possibly on market? I feel right now the market for max, close to max cards pretty influenced by bot and the fact that the earning is far better with multi-lower cards. Well, yeah, that's true. So, I mean, it's a question of, of what your goals are. If you're looking to earn, uh, silver is the best league. Um, you can do it. I mean, if you really want to push it, you can do it with level one cards. It's just a grind. Um, but uh, as far as, you know, returns poor cost of of assets silver is is the best um and then the max level stuff is you know it's second best but you know it's kind of a distant second best but um you know if you want to be playing in lots of tournaments which have varying uh requirements uh, or if you just want to be you know the best then you're going to be in those those max level things. So yeah, I mean, from an ROI perspective, always uh, silver. At least that's that's been my experience. Um, you know, when I set up my my player accounts, um, you know, I would just be be max for silver would be my the sweet spot for um, uh, for investment. You know, and you don't need every card in silver. You don't need, you don't need really any legendaries. Um, you can get by with just, you know, rare summoners and, you know, common like all the pretty much all the commons, pretty much all the rares, half or so of the epics and you do just fine. Um, and then it, you know, if you are running a bot network, which you know, some people are, then uh, you just, you know, do 100 of those accounts and you'll you'll earn pretty decently. So uh, TH12 Toy actually ended up champ 3 with just level 1 account. Was the bot that played most games past season. Yeah, I mean, it can be done. Um, it's it's hard to get to champ 3 with uh, with uh, level 1, but uh, you can certainly get into gold. Uh, and But, you know, if you're a person doing that, it's incredibly difficult just because of the monotony of it. And, you know, you're, you know you'll lose so many, and then, you know, you'll win to make up for it. Um... So, yeah, I mean, it can, you know, if, if you're going to be doing that, it it's almost has to be a bot just to get over the discouragement factor of, of that grind. Uh, so, yeah, I guess it had, you know, every level one. Okay. Um, even the promos. Uh, welcome, Big Bang. Uh, <laughs> you're going to be uh, uh, one of my topics uh, in a little bit later with the drama between you and Biz. 
which I found interesting. I'm not taking sides. I just find it interesting. Um, yeah, so, you know, it's, if you're looking to, to invest, uh, like with the, with the Leo Monsters account uh, that we have from, from uh, Leo Finance, you know, we're, we're investing in silver level accounts. So that would be my recommendation. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, no problem, Buffy. Uh, you know the um, the price of things has been has been interesting lately. Let's see, where did I put that chart? Ah, here we go. This is Ag's favorite chart, market cap. Um, all time high was four point seven six three million. And current is 4.53. So we've, you know, we've come back uh, quite a ways. So is now a good time to buy or sell? It depends. You know, <laughs> uh, anytime people ask me a tax question, you know, the answer is it depends. Um, you know, so our prices are high, and uh, there is some volume on the market. So if we look over on here, we got 24-hour uh, volume, 56.13 sales. 4700 bucks. That's kind of low, but considering that includes downtime, maintenance, and switching blockchains, not too shabby. A lot of times that's up near $10,000 a day. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's a good time to buy and sell. Prices are, are pretty good. Um, you know, in the, in, the, uh, in, the, in the Mavericks channel, uh, Ag put up a thing the other day about uh, Alaric and how, you know, prices are going uh going higher so i mean part of that there's two parts to that so one is that prices in general have been rising which everybody loves um and the other part is that i'm sure a lot of a lot of selling accounts took down their listings during the chain switch so what i wanted to do was i wanted to go to the market and see what was going on here with alric with just a regular uh so yeah so betas are going for, uh, well, wow, when, when's the first single? The first single is $4.44, um, and, you know, if you get a max one, you can obviously get uh, that down lower, because, you know, the max levels are less liquid, and the alphas, you know, the level uh, 1 BCX is 390. So how is it even possible that uh, an alpha is cheap, uh, like a one-for-one one alpha is cheaper than a beta? That's just ridiculous. But um, let's see, even even when we look at the combined ones, we got $1.71, and okay, that, that one's cheaper, so beta's cheaper there. But not that much, you know? So um, yeah, there might be some, some deals to be had if you can act fast enough. So uh, Big Bang says, I think the steam that people are getting rid of has given a lot of purchases on small cards. Yeah, that could be. Um, you know, especially since a lot of the, a lot of the, um, the exchanges have not opened up after the hard fork. Um, it could be that uh, you know they want to do something with their with their steam. So you know, it could be putting that into the into the Splinterlands market, which would I think is a good move actually. Um, and uh, we got normal players don't look for maxed out cards too much. Maxed out cards are 
bought mostly by traders slash holders, etc. And these people look for deals, not just slightly below market prices. That is true. <laughs> so like I'm a standing buyer for gold foil legendaries at 105% of the, uh, of the deck value. So, you know, and I've had, a, you know, a couple, a couple interest, interested, uh, parties the last, um, uh, couple days. <laughs> Jazzik says all, all his power down steam went into cards, you know, and, uh, you know, I have a lot of steam in cards, so I'm not worried about that. Uh, you know, when I look at the price of steam, uh, let's go to the daily. Let's zoom in there. So, uh, what I'm expecting at some point, I don't know if it's going to be today, I don't know if it's going to be in a month or whatever, what I'm expecting there is that, you know, now that, uh, you know, the, a lot of the hivers have had their, their steam funds seized or stolen, um, you know, there's a lot less liquidity for steam than, uh, than there was before. So, you know, the, the smaller the float of a particular issue, then the easier it is to pump up the price. So I think uh, our good buddy Justin Sun will be pumping the price of steam just to make himself look good uh, sometime in the near future. And when that happens, I will be ready to sell. <laughs> so uh, that's, just, that's just my opinion. Um, but, you know, obviously that's, that's very speculative. And, you know, putting your, your steam into cards is a lot, uh, I think makes a lot of sense as far as you know, risk reward kind of perspective. Uh, so Baffy's saying he, he considers a uh, 20% discount on max cards um, to be a pretty great deal. And uh, yeah, but you know, there's just less people to, to buy and sell. I mean, like there's me, there's, there's Baffy, there's Jasek, there's, uh, you know, a few other people, but it's like, you know, there's like, 20 people that buy and sell max level stuff. So, I mean, if you want to get, um, get things done quickly, then you're going to have to, uh, go to, uh, singles. And, um, you know, if you refer back to my show, uh, with crypto, um, a couple weeks ago, he talked about his proposal to, uh, to enable, you know, disaggregation. Um, <laughs> Big Bang is a buyer too. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't excluding anybody. I was just saying, you know, there's not that many. And you probably know them all. <laughs> so, uh, uh, Alpha Gold Foil Market is considered dead. And when Crypto Octopus put really nice deals, they were sold instantly. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, there there is always interest. You know, um, you know, Gold Matters, you know, randomly buys up uh, gold alphas of, you know, I think he's going from lowest... Uh, print to highest so uh, you know there is um, there is you know transactions there it's just it's just slow because you know the higher the price you know the fewer people that are going to be uh, doing stuff so that's just that's just supply and demand you know and uh, <laughs> so one of the things I wanted to look at though was that uh, was dark energy crystals so, uh, somebody was calling me out for my 1.7 million. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so, you know, Dark Energy Crystals, they, they are the in-game currency 
with the new system, everything is going to be pretty much bought and sold through Dark Energy Crystals. And, uh, you know, up till now, Steam Engine has been the best marketplace to trade your, your, your deck. Um, so what I wanted to do was I wanted to look at that and see if that was still the case after the, after the chain switch. So, you know, uh, the, the Hive side of the marketplace has increased uh, pretty, pretty dramatically, actually. Um, I'm actually really happy to see that. I don't think it's too... Um, God, come on. There we go. I don't think it's too surprising. PNG. So that is the, the Hive uh, market depth. And then the Steam market depth is still bigger, even now. And I'll post that right here. But it's not... <laughs> that's me. <laughs> Uh, it probably is, um, but this, but the um, so the so the gap between the Steam marketplace and the Hive marketplace has shrunk, and whether it's all Gerber or not, um, you know that's that's fine, you know as long as the orders are there, so you know. <laughs> um, so you know Gerber made this command on his bot on Gerbot, uh, that uh, prints everything out in the USD prices which is great, saves me a lot of time. Um, so things are tracking pretty well, you know, the arbitragers are doing their job. Um, so you only move two million. Yeah, and that's about, <laughs> are all these orders yours? Because that's about how much is listed here. Um, yeah, so, but yeah, whatever the case, uh, liquidity is improving on Hive Engine, which, it, which is good. So, um, you know, and that's just going to become more so as, you know, new, as new players come in, they'll be a hundred percent in the Hive ecosystem. Uh, and then they will learn about Hive Engine and then, play, you know, being able to trade there. So <laughs> Gerber is the MVP. Gerber is making tools. He's making his own game. Yeah. Give it a month. I think we'll see, I think we'll see the, the activity on Steam Engine die down and then the activity on Hive Engine pick up. So, uh, you know, already we're at, you know, 50 to 60% on Hive Engine. So, you know, that'll just increase from here on out. And, um, you know, along the same veins, you know, uh, people have been asking, or I mean, it's only been a day that, that Splinterlands has been on Hive, but people have been asking about, about who's still on Steam. And, you know, it's, it's tough to say. Because, uh, you know, there's a lot of bots, a lot of farming, but Steam Auto's gone, and now Splinterlands is gone. Um, and, uh, you know, that's just, that's just a lot of activity that is, that is no longer a part of Steam. Uh, oh, I haven't been to Steam D since, since uh, the whole hard fork thing, and they had this giant warning here. So... Yeah, and this looks kind of broken. <laughs> Especially when Steam Engine isn't accessible. Yes, that is true. I, I had to refresh it like 10 times to get to get it to work. Uh, consider that right now. You can easily buy a deck with some other crypto. I mean, yeah, if you buy it through the marketplace, or th sorry, through the through the game, then uh, that is pretty easy to do. So, 
you know, you can buy credits and then credits buy dark energy crystals and, and all that. Uh, it's cool. Saku, Matt Clark, SMUSD, Intuitor. What are we looking at here, Gerber? Oh, the biggest orders on Steam Engine. I see. So, Matt Clark, Zaku, Crypto Eater. And I'm guessing those are sales that are that are listed there. Um, oh, those are buy orders. Shouldn't it be going in the other direction then? Oh, no, I see. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I mean, take a deal. You know, if you can. Uh, but yeah, you know, stuff's breaking on Steam. Uh, let's see. What's going on on Steam Peak? I haven't been there in, in a while. Uh, hey, Revised Sociology. You got a post there. Income distribution in the UK. Uh, what is that? Skew right? Distribution. But uh, I wanted to see all topics. So 8 hours ago, 15 hours ago. Uh, 15 hours, 2 hours, alright, 13 hours, 12 hours, so just, you know, subjectively, it seems like there's, there's less activity, and, uh, you know, Penguin Pablo has his posts, <laughs> just milking, <laughs> good for you, I support the milk, um, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, Penguin Pablo has his, has his statistics posts. Uh, I don't know if he's still going to be publishing them or not. Uh, but the last one showed, you know, a, a pretty substantial decrease. Now, with Steam Monsters le or Splinterlands leaving, then, um, you know, I think that was like half of all chain activity. So, you know, we'll see. Spend all my Steam earnings on cards. It's a good move. Uh, you know, I'm just, I'm just sitting with, with some of my liquid. I think I'm all liquid now. Uh, pretty much, yeah. So I'm powering down my Steam as fast as I get it, basically. And um, yeah, I'm I'm still I'm still speculating that that uh, there will be a pump, and I'll get out then. But uh, in the meantime, you know, parking money into uh, into Splinterlands is a good move. You know, in the beginning, you know, before there was um, before there was actually gameplay, you know. Uh, TC Polymath and I used to have this tag monster banking where we would basically uh, you know if, if the price of steam was high we'd go into cards and price of steam was low we'd go out of cards just to just to um, you know trade back and forth on the relative strength between the two things so I should buy another Prince Julian uh, so the, the new mystery card I have that up somewhere I think it's here yeah so the new mystery card Da, da, da. I have not checked out High Blocks actually, um, but it, uh, I believe that it's a constant stream of Splinterlands activity. So uh, we got the new, the new uh, mystery card. So you know the first mystery card was was um, uh, what I can't remember his name, the Dragon Summoner with the plus everything. Why am I totally blanking? Promo, Archmage Arius, yes. <laughs> and then we had Prince Julian. So Archmage Arius was a five mana summoner, dragon, plus one to, to all attacks. 
uh, Prince Julian originally was a minus one health to everybody. Uh, but then they, they nerfed that because it was a little bit too powerful. So now it's just a two mana Dragon Summoner, no abilities. Now the new one is... Uh, <laughs> maybe. Uh, so the new one is the Mighty Dricken. And uh, Big Bang is saying that he thinks that the the artwork is from a rejected Furious Chicken. Which, you know, looking at it, yeah, it's actually possible. So it's one mana, which is great. Um two melee attack, two speed, two health. And it has flying, it has trample, it has enrage, and it has scavenger. So, you know, it's it's okay. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, it's, it's slow, it's got low health, so if it hits something with thorns, it's done. Um, the saving grace to it, though, is the scavenger ability. So, you know, anytime a monster dies, it's going to gain plus one health. So if it can survive a couple rounds, then it will actually be a useful card. Um, but, uh, you know, as it is, it's, it's nowhere close to the value of, of um, Arius or of Prince Julian. So, you know, I think uh, we're going <laughs> to see uh, the price of this drop precipitously. Because, so we only have one listing, at least last time I checked. Let's go over to the marketplace here. If we look for uh, Dricken, which is such a weird name. Uh, I guess, uh, did it sell? Uh, there was one listed for 250 bucks, but either it was taken down or it was sold. There's only uh, three, uh, you know, in print so far. <laughs> Darkwing Duck. Let's get dangerous. So if you actually look at my profile... Uh, no, I don't want to edit. Uh, well, if you look at it on... Let's look at Hiveblocks. Nope. Okay. Hiveblocks. Is it not.io? Is it .com? Oh, there we go. Okay. So if we look at my my pro, my uh, profile there, you will see. Uh, where is it? Uh, I am. <laughs> it's kind of crazy there, but uh, I am the terror that flaps in the night. Love me some Darkwing. Now I just have the theme song stuck in my head. Da, da, da. <laughs> anyway, what the hell was I saying? I don't know. Uh, oh yeah, the Dricken. So um, the uh, I think we're gonna see that price come down. So I'm getting lost in my tabs here. So let's look at promo dragons. Uh, So we've got um, we've got Prince Julian's asking price is four hundred and forty bucks. Arius asking price is seven hundred bucks, and uh, and then we got Dricken. So you know I don't think it's gonna be anywhere anywhere in that ballpark. You know it, it kind of feels like a slightly better than regular legendary to me. Um, 
and you know those are going for like 60 uh, but you know it is max level it comes max level so I don't know we'll see how that goes I'm just not particularly uh, not particularly impressed there uh, you can buy a gold Archmage Arius for $105,000 if you want <laughs> uh, but uh, but yeah so I mean in in certain rule sets Mighty Grick will be useful but it's not anywhere it doesn't have anywhere near the utility that Julian and, and Arius do so that's just my two cents on the latest uh, mystery card. Uh, you know, and it's hard to make those work. Uh, <laughs> now, so, Rise Sociology says it's one of my faves. We're talking about the cube. Uh, beating someone with only the cube left has standing has to be the most stylish win. I disagree. Winning with a furious chicken being the only one left and, you know, attacking is my favorite win I've ever had. And I've had, uh, I think, two or three of those. So, uh, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, when I do like my double, my double uh, defense stack, though, it's it's usually um, uh, Arianthus and then cube back to back, uh, or you know, one way or the other. So, um, yeah, it is, cube is very, is a very useful card. Uh, you know, so uh, just as a random aside. <laughs> Went to round 33 with a cube. Uh, it's ridiculous. So, uh, you know, fatigue starts sitting in at round 20, which usually just means that, you know, you got like two defensive cards left and nobody's attacking anything. Um, but, uh, yeah, 33 is kind of ridiculous. Um, <laughs> so, uh, we had we had a bit of a... Of a, um, of a uh, what do you call it? A, a bit of drama in the buy-sell stuff today between our, you know, Big Bang here and uh, and Byzantist uh, talking about. Uh, <laughs> I, you know, I'll just I'll just sit, drop the link for the uh, for the start of the conversation. I guess. Oh no, they deleted it. Ah. They both delete it. Maybe they worked it out. Anyway, uh, both of them were accusing the other of being, uh, <laughs> of being, uh, you know, selective and um, not telling the full story about what happened. They had some sort of disagreement, and now, you know, they were kind of um, uh, saying, you know, watch out for the other guy, basically. So <laughs> I said, you know, uh, I, I gave him the, the tag of Monster Court. And, uh, you know, it got me thinking about, you know, this whole blockchain governance thing that people talk about. You know, we do have conflict resolution systems, you know, in society already. And I think that, uh, especially, you know, in a case where everything is logged, that uh, we could we could come to come to some sort of... Uh, solution, uh, you know, with a distributed intelligence of, of the members, um, where you know you could have some sort of <laughs> court system if if and when it was needed. Uh, alternatively, we we could have a <laughs> battle it out. Uh, we could have a reputation system where, um, you know, it's always possible that two people just don't get along um, for whatever reason, and they could have a negative reputation with each other. But then, uh, if everybody else doesn't have a problem with either one, then it's just an isolated situation. 
and you know other other people looking to do have dealings with those people can reasonably infer that so uh you know i think i think having some sort of rep system would be a good one uh would be a good thing now of course uh you know hive has a reputation system steam has had a reputation system but neither of which is any good uh would have apparently i'm 25 on on hive huh that's interesting uh is that so yeah apparently oh no i'm uh, back up to 69 or almost 70. so the uh you know but that that's totally gained and we all know that so uh i'd be interesting to see how players could have a reputation system with each other um and see how uh see how things go uh, Bath is asking about orbs so let's take a look at orbs uh i have not looked at the prices lately let's look at promos let's look at everything except dragons uh let's see Let's, uh, with deck price increase, I did open six rounds of 110 by just burning the gold ones. Wow. Okay. Uh, I usually keep my golds. Well, I keep everything, so I'm not really... <laughs> I'm not really a good one to ask. Um, does, does their pack analysis count orbs? Uh, looks like no. So, um, you know, I do have the spreadsheet that can calculate the expected value of an orb. Um, I don't have, but I have to update prices manually, which is kind of a pain. Uh, so, yeah, I don't have any particular thoughts on, on the orbs. I do know that we are getting close to, to selling out. We got uh, 25,000 left, which is not a whole lot. And Revise is asking, is there any easy way to calculate one's total hive slash dark energy crystal investment in the cards? Uh, no, there's not an easy way. <laughs> uh, you'd have to just basically reconstruct the history. And now you have to do it on multiple chains, which is uh, kind of crazy. Uh, three Seasons is Crypto Reaper's guess. Uh, someone will snatch up a bunch as an investment. That is probably true. You know, the last chunk tends to go very quickly because of that exact, uh, that exact thing. So, like, I have a couple hundred, um, pack tokens. Uh, let's see if I go to opens. Yeah, I've got 400 of, uh, yeah, 400 betas and 400 untamed, apparently, and 32 orbs. And the orbs I'm getting, you know, periodically as rewards. So, you know, the, the, the 25,000 will go down. Uh, pretty quickly. Uh, they have alpha card rates and untamed card prices. That is true. Um, you know, the orbs have not gotten any love, which I'm really surprised about, because, like, um, let me get rid of the untamed here. Uh, let's get rid of the dragons. So, like, the Lord of Fire is an amazing card, and it just does not get the love or respect that I think uh, it, it deserves. Uh, Goblin Chef is pretty useful. Uh, you know, Armorsmith. Everybody has to have an Armorsmith. Just flat out. Um, Mermaid Healer is super useful. You know, Electric Heals. 
So, I mean, the orbs are really great cards. They're not, um, they're not, um, you know, the the killer cards. Uh, they're not the, they're not DPS. They're support. You know, so I think that might take a little bit of the popularity away from them. But they are they are super powerful. Um, you know, Pegasus is amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the Minotaur. Um, you know, Minotaur is very specialized. You know, if it's if it's in the right rule set, it it's fantastic. But uh, you know, it's expensive at eight mana, uh, so it doesn't get as much play, at least for me. Uh, Crypto Pegasus I use all the time when I'm playing Death. Uh, Lord of Fire is probably in 30% of my of my fire matches. Uh, Mermaid Healer, Electric Heals, you know. So, um, so Baffy says that he thinks or reveals that people do not realize yet that Orbs is market as promo set, uh, which I think means that um, you know they have the the Dark Engine Crystal bonus when you play with them. Uh, you know, and the, they are worth twice as much um, Dark Energy Crystals for Burns. So, yeah, I mean, that is possible. I don't know how well... I mean, like, the marketing for Orbs is just is just non-existent. So, um, you know, there is, there is that. But uh, I can't help but think that once these are out of print, that the ones that especially get used, like Armorsmith, Electric Eels, uh, Dwarven Wizard, uh, Mermaid Healer... Um, those can't help but go up in price, uh, just because they are incredible utility cards. And, um, you know, Dwarven Wizard, that's my magic snipe, you know, with stun, so. But, people are crazy, <laughs> you know, whatever market you look at, uh, like, it's true that it can remain irrational longer than you can remain solvent, <laughs> so. Uh, Chef is definitely undervalued, yeah. Uh, three cents, wow, okay. Uh, that doesn't seem to match up. Oh, that was the bid. So, 4.3 4 cents. Yeah. I certainly have mine, so. Uh, there have been a number of times when I've been playing somebody, they, they throw in a goblin chef there, and then I get hit with the affliction, and it's just like, ah, oh, God. It ruins my whole thing. So, uh, he's definitely a useful card. Um. So... If you want to see a funny chart. So Splinterlands on State of the Daps, you know, with the with the chain switch, you know, they didn't they didn't move over the um Ah, come on. They didn't move over the uh the user history on State of the Daps. So it's just like nothing and then uh number one. <laughs> Uh, w one thing I was I was sad to to discover, at least so far, is that um, you know Steamweb does not seem to be working. Uh, we'll have to see if the if Rafalski updates that, but uh, it looks like it is not uh, calculating the uh, the stuff on Hive. So uh, we'll wait a couple days and see if that is that is updated. But uh, I hope it is, because it's a very useful site, and, um, you know, Rapalski does, does great stuff there. Um, another fun thing was the, uh, actually, <laughs> Neil will get the first chance to get a Mighty Ricken if I pull. Well, thank you. Rapalski's lazy. <laughs> 
so, uh, you know, the team put out their tweets saying, you know, move to Hive, rejoice Splinterlandians, how about a contest, win five booster packs, you know, retweet, like, and comment below. And, you know, the, uh, the interesting part here is that uh, it's got 193 retweets and 257 likes, which, you know, if you search for Splinterlands content on Twitter, just do hashtag Splinterlands, there's not a lot. <laughs> and, uh, you know, the ones that are uh, don't get a lot of interaction. So, you know, there's at least, uh, there's at least, uh, you know, 200, 300 people you know, on Twitter that are, that are involved here. And uh, we need to do a better job of, of promoting uh, Splinterlands content. So if you guys have any ideas about how to do that uh, beyond just, you know, tagging uh, stuff and, and uh, I guess sharing in the Discord or whatever, uh, then, you know, you should, uh, you should bring it up and, you know, get, get in contact. I think Clove is the one who manages the social media stuff. Um, I could be wrong about that, but I think that's, that she's the one responsible for it. Uh, so let's get some, let's get some activity going uh, on other platforms. Uh, I know there there is a, I think there's a Reddit, uh, there's a, a Telegram group. I don't use Telegram, so I don't really know how that works. But um, I definitely need to get some some promotion there because everything comes down to users, and we all know that. Uh, let's see, what else did we look at? We looked at market cap, uh, looking at Steam Peak, which is dead. Uh, prices. Uh, let's see how Hive's doing. So, in, in 10 minutes, is Scaredy Cat's show, and he's going to do all the crypto charts and analysis and stuff. But, um, you know, I'm interested in how Hive is doing, because, you know, Hive is the primary chain now for... Uh, uh, really interested in knowing what it's like playing as a non-Hivian, so to speak. Um, I don't understand the question, revised sociology. What's like playing as a non-Hivian? I mean, if you're playing on the website, it's the exact same as anything else. Your uh, your balances and your oh, excuse me, your resource credits might be different, but um, you know, Spinalance doesn't take a whole lot. So you know, I look forward to the day when most of the players have no idea about anything blockchain or anything behind the Splinterlands. They just want to play the game. Uh, to me, Splinterlands is just a part of the wider Hive experience. Ah, I see. Yeah, I mean, I and that's that's obviously where Splinterland, Splinterlands started and where, it's, where it came from. You know, it used to be Steam Monsters. Um, but, uh, you know... I, I, and I, I feel like I'm saying, I'm beating the same drum, but, uh, you know, Splinterlands is the number one crypto app according to multiple rankings, or if it's not number one in other rankings, it's within the top five. So it's a huge deal in crypto. Um, but then the, uh, you know, we've got 5,000 players, right? Um, or 5,000 transacting accounts, however many are players or not, it's a subject to debate. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, that's nothing for, for a, a moderately successful game. So, 
um, you know, I, I want, you know, the blockchain portion of it to move to the background and the gaming portion of it to move to the foreground. And, yeah, the, so I know, like, so the mobile site works, um, and, you know, they've submitted to the Apple Store and to the to Google Play Store. Um, uh, that's an interesting idea, Paul. The chicken should have been zero mana. It's a dragon version of the chicken, so why not? They would have gotten it closer to the previous mystery card's values. That would be more useful. I mean, for zero mana, absolutely. Uh, having a chicken and a chicken, you know, that would be that would be good. Um, so, but Baffy's point about how uh, when the iOS app is released, the whole system of dark energy control and crypto might be a big wall to pass for mainstream. I think that is true, but you know, by by simplifying everything and everything being in dark energy crystals now. Um, I think that helps that a lot. So, oh, I, I earn in-game currency, like, you know, a million other games. And then I can buy other cards. Now, the fact, the separate fact that those cards are yours and you can then trade them and sell them and everything uh, is just an added layer rather than a whole, you know, now you have to understand cryptocurrency kind of thing. Um, so, you know, I just want to see more gaming and less, less blockchain, really. Uh... So, Rise is saying, amazes me, for example, the more people don't take advantage of writing about their matches, that's some fat, fat upvotes to be had. Yeah, I mean, there have been lots of people uh, posting, I mean, but it's it's generally crap, you know, so it's, it's, it's Pareto principle and everything. You know, people take a picture of their thing and then, uh, you know, and, and uh, you know, milk upvotes. Um, so it's, uh, you know, what are you going to do? Uh, I've, I've posted a couple matches that I played recently, but, you know, I did videos and commentary and stuff, so I feel like I put at least a little bit of effort into it. I've, you know, uploaded to 3Speak. And, uh, 3Speak, I think, is back up after being down for a day or two, which is good. Um, so, yeah. Uh, oh, one thing I did want to check is my collection value. That's the proxy I use. So, you know, there's that chart that that uh, you can generate in the Splinterlands Discord. Um, but, uh... <laughs> yeah, so, Big Bang, on one of these shows, back when I was doing these late at night, and I was just getting delirious, I bought a Prince Julian for like 700,000 Dark Energy Crystals, which was kind of crazy. Ron enjoyed it, though. So, uh, collections back up to 78. Uh, I think the low uh, was like 62 or 63, something like that. So, you know, nice little uptrend. Uh, but to, to give you an idea of the difference between the, the market cap chart that is created by the Splinterlands Discord, is that's based on list values, you know, by asking prices. You know, asking prices are not necessarily the same as actual market value. So, I like to use the Peak Monsters market. Uh, market value. So that number at um, at its high when Untamed was released was like 90-something, almost hit 100,000, and then dropped down to 60-something, and now we're up to 78. So, uh, you know, we're, we're going in the right direction, which I like quite a bit. And I think we're about to be invaded by some children. Uh, <laughs> they're still learning the uh, daddy's on a phone call uh, kind of thing. 
Um, yeah, so... Uh, so, yeah. Um, I mean, basically, the, the summary of the week is that, um, you know, the switch to Hive is working. Uh, people are playing. Things are faster. Uh, and everything is, is doing okay. And so far, we haven't lost the Koreans. Uh, that, that might change, but uh, we'll have to wait and see how that evolves. Um, I do think we, we need to get back to, uh, you know, I guess now that the Hive migration is done, uh, all the tools need to be, you know, updated to make sure that they're working, which I think mostly they seem to be. But um, we need to get back into, you know, game and user uh, user development. So uh, that is what I, uh, I hope to focus on. And then, you know, the team can put all this kind of behind them, get focused on land expansions, guild wars, and all the, all the other things that they've been talking about for the past, you know, six months, except for the last, you know, two months, I guess, for the last six weeks. So, um, yeah, that's, that's kind of it for today. Uh, you know, coming up next is the uh, Scaredy Cat... Uh, Scary Cat, what is the name of your actual show? It's <laughs> I think Scary Cat, in, uh, I keep wanting to say Investor's Guide, but um, let's see, FSP Waves. Let's do. Uh, Scary Cat Investor Show. Yeah, his the Investor Guide is the name of one of his books. <laughs> so, so that is what is coming up uh, next here. So. Uh, stick around uh, if you want to talk uh, all things charts and uh, and crypto and you know he talks about the stock market and stuff as well. So uh, that is going to be it for me today. And I want to thank all you guys for coming. If you're watching this later on uh, on a replay, uh, thanks for watching. And somebody just joined. Somebody who is uh, in, has a name in Chinese, so I don't know what it says. But uh, thanks for coming. <laughs> stick around for for Scaredy Cats uh, show, and uh, we'll see you next week. <laughs>